Welcome to In the Now, Episode 3. Today we talk about the urban exodus. People are leaving large urban centers and moving to suburban and rural areas. Some billionaires have been going to space, and there's some disruption headed for the building industry. We can see the trends, but what do they mean? This show is brought to you by Steel Now. Steel Now takes the pain out of buying metal, whether you've been buying for 20 years or you are new to metal purchasing. It's a difficult process no matter what your expertise, and Steel Now works with our network of over 60 suppliers to get you a fair price and a lead time that fits your project. So visit steelnow.com today. of In The Now. I am your host, Tony. Joined with me, as always, is my co-host, Jonathan. And in the background, producing, pressing all those fun little buttons is Mikey C. Uh, Today, we want to talk about the urban exodus, as it's been called. We also want to talk about some space things. You know, Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson went into space. And we're also going to talk a little bit about... Some of the trends we're kind of seeing in housing with more people going rural. Jonathan, how are you today? I am doing great, Tony. How about you? Doing very well. It's my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate that. Some exciting Uh, topics for your birthday. I know. I love these topics. I'm very excited. I am one of the people that did move a little bit more rural. But then you left us. So I don't know. I went very far outside the city. I'm in like the very edge of the city I live in. And so, yeah, it's it's nice. I do like it. And but, you know, as far as numbers go, I mean, we're looking at this uh, this article from Bloomberg just to kind of give you an idea. You know, you, you'll see places like San Francisco, New York City, Chicago, where it's just hundreds of thousands of people are moving out. I'd say about half of them are moving within a hundred miles still, but they're going to more rural areas. And then a lot of them are just moving to Texas and Florida and Idaho and Utah. And it's pretty crazy to look on this map. We have the uh, Bloomberg map in the show notes. So take a look at that. Um, Super interesting stuff to look at. Um, How do you feel about people going more rural? What's your personal experience been, Jonathan? Yeah. So I just want to say that I went rural before it was popular, but, um, (laughs) but I mean, honestly, my wife and I bought our house, um, like seven years ago and this was outside the city and, um, we're in, we're in the DFW area. So, uh, a lot were moving out further seven years ago, but not as, not as often. Um, it was more, uh, people were more prone to be inner city. So it's kind of interesting now, seven years later, um, you see so many people moving out even further than I am. So I'm about 30 minutes outside the city of Dallas, uh, downtown. And I think that's pretty far. Uh, it's a good drive for us when we go do anything that's exciting outside of Costco. You see people moving 20, 30 minutes past me and still working in the city of Dallas. So it's really interesting. Um, just, you know, people are really searching far and wide to try and find homes that are uh, 
reasonable if that's even a thing anymore uh, in Texas. But it's just the further you go out, the cheaper it is. But the, the thing that to keep in mind, which is crazy to me, is those places that are further out are only cheap, so to speak, for so long before it gets more populated. Then you have to keep going further and further. So um, to your point, I mean, it's almost like a never ending process of going more rural. Well, some numbers, 82% of urban centers saw more people moving out than in, and 91% of suburban counties saw more people moving in than out. So, I mean, it's definitely specific to getting out of urban areas and getting into suburban or more rural areas. And so that's, to me, that's cool. I think it's cool to live out further away from the big cities, but it is an interesting trend change. And it's not something that's specifically due to COVID either, because this Bloomberg article says that this was happening before COVID. So this isn't just because of COVID, but maybe COVID accelerated it. So pretty cool though. Um, But this does, this does give you the question of what does that mean as far as the landscape of things like supply chains in the future or where manufacturing hubs are because traditionally you have manufacturing hubs and shipping hubs in big cities because you're near a port, you're near a train station, whatever. But if people are a lot more rural, then you could start having supply chains set up to where, you know, middle of nowhere is a big manufacturing area and they just kind of ship out to the port from there. And that those types of problems of moving things to the middle of nowhere in a cost-effective way may end up getting solved as a result of it because people live scattered rather than concentrated. It's really easy to have a Amazon Prime distribution center in a city like Dallas because you've got, you know, 20 million people in the DFW area that you can ship things to pretty easily. And that's going to give you quicker stuff. However, if that cuts in half and you have them scattered, say three hours outside instead, do you have a distribution center in the middle of that three hour drive or do you change it up a little bit? I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. But with that, you also do see more building in places like you're talking about, Jonathan, like uh, 20 miles outside of the city from your house. Even there's there's major development because housing prices are going crazy because people are moving there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so building is definitely up. And then we have this story from this company called Boxable that Jonathan was showing. Jonathan, do you want to explain what Boxable does? Sure. So Boxable is a company that essentially will sell you a home that comes in a pre-built form to where they deliver it to your house. Uh, looks like the price point's about $50,000. It says from, so keep in mind that's that's a starting. But essentially they deliver it to you and they it's almost like a pop-up trailer, but it's a it's a mini home. And um, I think it's getting a lot of buzz right now because uh, Mr. Elon Musk is living in one outside of the Tesla plant. Uh, so it, it's I think this goes back to your point where it's, it's pretty interesting because a lot of homes are built with processes of, you know, sheetrock or, or wood, or you have each type of con- contractor that does each thing. Well, this looks like something that's pretty much a one and done thing and they bring it out to you quick and easy. Um, takes a lot of that out. So... Um, that could be doing that could be uh, looking for some disruption in the home market. Well, the major innovation they've done because we've had manufactured housing for a very long time, and manufactured housing gets a bad rep because it's usually made of cheap materials that fall apart mm-hmm. or 
or whatever. It has to be movable by a truck, right? It needs to be moved by an 18 wheeler and you have your single wide, which is one wide load on a truck, or you have your double wide, which they cut it in half and put it together on site with two wide loads, but that's all you get. You know, that's, that's pretty much all you get out of that whole thing. And it's a pain. It's really expensive to move. Trying to put it in a tight space is a real big pain. Boxable is trying to make it so that it'll fit on a standard truck. It'll be the standard eight and a half feet wide that could fit on a trail, a truck trailer or, um, be on a, a ship going out to the ocean or whatever. And they really want to centralize home building. Um, and the homes are beautiful. I mean, their little, their little $50,000 home is gorgeous. It's uh it's a little 400 square foot studio apartment essentially. And it's not cheap quality looking at all, but they're trying to make it so that they can make that process cheaper by centralizing it and manufacturing and using the latest and greatest in automated technologies, robots and assembly line stuff to make it cheaper. And yeah, Elon Musk lives in one. He had it delivered to the rural Texas, right? Outside of Austin, where the Tesla Cybertruck factory is. And he's just living in it. And it's kind of cool. And if that's if that's a sign of what the future of housing might look like, because it's happening now. I mean, this company has, they said a billion dollars worth of reservations on order. Like people have reserved these little houses up to a billion dollars worth shipping all over rural America. I mean, that's, that's got all kinds of things that could change. Yeah. Loads of potential. Yeah. And again, you're going to have to figure out how to get these things all over the country, all over the world, maybe if they're that awesome. And that changes, you know, if you're a contractor that builds houses traditionally today, how does that affect you in the future? Uh, Or if you're a fabricator that's making something for houses today, could you get yourself into one of these types of things to where you're, you're mass producing a piece that makes uh, the installation of these or the delivery of these significantly simpler and, and it gets outsourced to you. So those are the types of things I would say we'd want to think about when it comes to that. So we got Elon Musk living in this little boxable house and he's in rural Texas making the cyber truck and then two hours away near Waco, he's making spaceships at SpaceX. So that then we have Richard Branson had his first flight into space this last week. And then Jeff Bezos had his first flight into space this week. So you got three guys that are going to space and they're doing it from rural launch zones as well, right? Uh, Elon Musk is there in, in rural Texas. Richard Branson's in rural New Mexico. And I can't remember where Jeff Bezos is, but the point is there, there's this new, this could be a new economy that opens up to support the space industry. We don't know exactly where that's going to go yet. We know that SpaceX is way ahead of everybody else as far as getting rockets to interesting places and doing things, but there's, there's going to be a whole economy around space, space tourism eventually, um, and, and tourism to visit space sites. You know, I know living in New Mexico, that there are a lot of people that are very excited for there to be a launch site to space here in New Mexico. And, and that brings people to go and see a launch, things like that. If Virgin Galactic actually starts doing that regularly, that's going to be a huge tourism thing. But it's also central to rural New Mexico. It's in the middle of nowhere. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But I think there's a lot we can think about when it comes to the country being more rural. And that is that we may have to think differently 
about how people get services and products to them. Yeah. So to go back to where uh, Jeff Bessos is uh, launching out from, he is actually uh, West Texas in a desert near the town of Van Horn. So Texas, Texas, New Mexico. Okay. So just to continue on with the ruification of, um, I know we spoke mostly about residential and, and people, but another another topic at hand is is major companies as well. I mean, we have Tesla that moved to Texas recently. Their campus is still being built. Um, Apple did a couple of years ago, which is a massive campus here as well. So you have you have really big companies moving to more rural areas like Texas. Um, it's interesting. I mean, it, it goes into the point of uh, getting things out further. Um, it, I, I think a lot of it is going to go to the part of it's cheaper, right? So typically these companies are in California, um, very pricey to have a campus out there, have a have anything made out there. Um, Texas is a lot cheaper, but the impact of that, of having these major companies come to Texas is interesting, right? There's a lot of a lot of people who feel different ways, but I mean, it does just a quick number here. The, the Apple campus has brought 5,000 employees, 5,000 employees to Texas. So that's a lot of workforce being brought, um, a lot of work being done to build that area. So um, there's definitely some good things to the whole part of people and companies moving out. Yeah, it's it's not necessarily a negative or positive thing. We can't say that at this point. What we can say is right now, there are companies trying to mass produce houses in a more efficient way. There are billionaires flying in space and there are millions of people moving from the cities to more rural areas. What does that mean for the future? We're not 100% sure, but we know there's going to be a major change with how we move things, build things, and end up actually um, settling in the future. So keep your eye out for it. I think it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's a positive change. But again, who knows? We'll find out. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting, Tony, because I think for a long time we have our major cities, right? You know, you're, you're out west, you're out east, you're midwest. Um, it seems like as time is going on, um, everybody, like you said, everybody's more spread out, but there's less centralization of those major cities. And it also seems like people are less prone to want to move to those big cities. That enamor is either going away or it's just simply cost effectiveness. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see in the future how the country shifts and how things change. And then it also goes into like our business, right? So um, we typically house most, most metal companies have their warehouses in major locations, uh, major cities. Will that change? Maybe not. Um, but will they have to think about maybe having more locations more south where things are growing more rapidly rather than Midwest or East? It's a lot of, there's a lot of things up in the air that are definitely, I'm sure, being talked about by these uh, major supply and demand companies. And you have other factors that are affecting this too. And one of the big ones for COVID was a lot of people started working from home and some of those people will never work in an office again. They're at home. I mean, you and I went from working in an office to working at home. I don't see that changing anytime soon. And that's why I live in a big city. If you can work from your home and you have everything you need around you, that's, I think that's what it comes down to. I mean, there are some people that are going to enjoy the culture of a city, but people that um, want a cheaper cost of living and just a quiet life, they're going to go rural. And that seems to be the trend that's currently happening. And we just have to kind of see how 
the market reacts to it and what we end up seeing um, in the future. It'll be cool. I'm excited for it. Yep. It's definitely uh, from this Bloomberg article that we referenced. I mean, they kind of name that class, which would be us as the untethered class, meaning they work remotely, fewer ties to the area, meaning they don't have to be close to anything. Um, and that kind of leads to percentage wise people moving out further. And uh, just one last question here, Mikey C, you're living in a shrinking city. How's that going up there? I'm actually living in the suburbs of the shrinking city. So, um, you know, part of the thing is in, uh, in in that shrinking city, I guess, would be Chicago, and it's always been a uh, a, uh, a big cost to live in Chicago. But that might not be the case as as folks are, are moving out. So, um, yeah, it's something definitely to watch for sure. I, I I'm excited to see what ten years from now looks like as far as that goes, and what kind of things, what kind of problems have been solved as far as what kept people staying in urban areas what we see drives them to the rural areas and and if we can see a cool change to rural america i'm excited for it i hope you are too but that's been in the now you guys have yourself a wonderful day and happy birthday to me this has been another episode of in the now brought to you by steel now if you like what you hear leave us a five-star review on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts